morning, everybody, and welcome. I guess it's not necessarily morning for you. It's morning for me and Matt. We're recording this. This is the Unimportant Questions podcast with me, Jaron Bird, and Matthew Lowry Bynan. throw that in there (laughs) so matt said for the last episode we're going to talk about college colegio yeah um although i should say at least in mexico colegio is not college because colegio and universidad are not the same thing whoa um i'm pretty sure colegio is like mm, community college it's like high school secondary school which is what we would call junior high and high school or middle school Secondary school is like middle school. Colegio is like high school or maybe like advanced high school or something like that. I hate false cognates. Trick me every time. And then college is university. And I think some people in this country would also think that college and university are different. Um, What's the difference, Jaron? What is the difference? Actually, that's my one of my questions. What is the difference between the word college and the word university? <sighs> more syllables i honestly don't know um (laughs) it it seems that more more established places call themselves universities that's only a trend i've passively observed i have Mm -hmm. no idea but there are some colleges out there who like are i would say at least as prestigious as universities but like holds strongly onto the name onto that college Mm -hmm. um i guess Oh, I think the like the real difference is if we're going to talk about like formalities, is graduate school. A university has graduate level programs. Mm-hmm. That's when Utah Valley State College turned into Utah Valley University. Is when it added its like first few graduate programs. That's odd because I attended a school that is now called Brigham Young University Idaho, but mm-hmm. it was formerly known as Ricks College. But they don't have uni- they don't have master's degrees, as far as I know. Maybe they have some now. I think they either might, or just the fact that they are In an extension with, of yeah. the institution that does have them. Yeah. If you go to BYU Idaho, can you just switch to BYU, or do you have to like get accepted? It's incredibly hard to switch, actually. Really? Yeah. We could have a we could have an important conversation about that, <laughs> but yeah. That's really interesting because it like it, you get you get the sort of prestige of having like BYU associated with your yeah. From education. what I understand, they're trying to make it easier, um, but yeah, there's a lot of credits lost if you switch. Like, it seems like it should be constant. You should be able to go to whichever school you want. It seems like that should be the case with a lot of schools. Why is it so hard to to transfer? Like. It has to do probably with what a university or, or school thinks of themselves and not wanting to accept, you know, looking down their nose, lesser valuable credits. And I don't know a way around that because they're probably right. It's probably really easy to get, you know, to pass this class at that school and hard in my school, so I'm not accepting those credits. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. It's complex, I would guess, because I think it is some somewhat subjective. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe even this next thing I'm about to say is also subjective, but there's also like accreditation mm-hmm. institutions that like go in and set up sort of standards. Yeah. So that might not be as subjective, but they might say like, well, if you're going from this school to this school, we use a different accreditation mm-hmm. institution to like make our standards. And so you might have to deal with that as well. It kind of... Um this ties into a, a big picture discussion that I don't think we're going to have, but as far as the socialization of education or the capitalization of education, because a lot of schools are highly profitable and mm-hmm. other schools focus a lot less on making money and how should it be? Or Yeah. I don't really want to go there, but <laughs> that does tie in, right? As far as, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, it's a little more um, "quote unquote" important. Yeah, than what maybe we can discuss. Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind making unimportant things important. <laughs> I don't mind important conversations, but it's kind of more. Well, maybe we'll s- get back onto the topic anyway. Sure. Um, but yeah, I do think there is a difference too between. Well, it's in- it's just interesting to me. There's difference. Between the prestige involved, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything to me, but it means something to a lot of people that they graduated with a UVU sure. plaque versus a UVSC plaque. But at like, I, like I said, at the same time, that's not always the case because there's other colleges. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, of course, I can't like think of one off the top of my head, but like there's colleges out there that like come with that same amount of prestige where you say you can't almost can't even say where you went without adding college to the end of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know of, of any offhand, but <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any, but I know they're out there. If you want a, what I consider to be really great uh, resource for this topic of universities and um, endowments and things, Malcolm Gladwell. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know you've been listening to him. I have, and his he his just, podcast revisionist he history digs into Stanford specifically, and just uh, I think exposes some of the issues with with the higher education system. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wish he would get more into like the systems themselves that are sort of governing and causing some of the motivations of these schools. He doesn't really talk too much about capitalism and the fact that these schools are like competing in a free market. He also, yeah, he and I, I understand he's limited with time and bandwidth, but um, I would like to hear more of his solutions because he's he's doing a great job identifying problems. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in his latest episode, um, he does offer up a solution, and it's almost like it was almost jarring to hear him say like they shouldn't. He says, like, this specific problem shouldn't have been handled in this way. It should have been handled in this way. Hmm. Are you talking the Toyota episode? No, or the, the one from Orthodoxy yesterday. Orthodoxy one? Yeah. Yeah. That have was, you listened uh, to that one that yet? That was a great episode. Yeah, he says the, he's talking about Princeton specifically and yeah. the... In the, um, the race issue with Wilson. Yeah. Um, and he offers up a suggestion. He says, like, they shouldn't have protested this way. They yeah, shouldn't have protested he, this way. He advised more of, like, a Gandhi... Uh, you know, approach of like just uh, what's it called? 
civil disobedience, basically. Yeah. Type thing. Well, and I think he was kind of trying to say that it's in a frame of like, if you're trying to persuade people, how are you going to be persuasive? Yeah. And he, and that was kind of like the value that he was saying was the most important thing. Mm. Like he was saying like, I agree with her, but nothing changed. Yeah. If they had wanted something to change, they should have done this, which is interesting. It's tangent, but yeah. But a good one. A good one. Do Can, you have a question? Yeah. Um, <laughs> mine are so unimportant. <laughs> um, so, what's a Buckeye? I, I don't know. From someone from Ohio. No, it must be some sort of like... I think it's a legume. I don't know, though. Oh, I was going to say it's like a person. Like so many of these colleges are, their mascots are like a representation of a figure from that community Mm -hmm. or like a population. You know, like when like the San Francisco 49ers is like kind of honoring the people that came to San Francisco and populated that area. Uh, So I always just, I, I just immediately assumed a Buckeye was like somebody... It's a tree species, a North American tree or shrub related to the horse chestnut. So, uh, wow. It's a specific tree that grows in Ohio. I I just can't, like, help but doubt that that's why they called themselves the Buckeyes. Like, it sounds like a group of people or a type of person that, like, had a name. Like, oh, he's a real Buckeye. Knowing what a Buckeye is falls under the the category of things that i have not known for years and (laughs) kind of have chosen not to learn right so or or maybe it does indicate somebody from that area and those things are common so they're yeah that that person's a buckeye and that means they're from that area of ohio um so i guess my question is do you like names like that or do you like things like a cougar you know or an eagle (laughs) well if you had to choose either or, don't don't go moderate on me here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I prefer Buckeye. Me too. It's cool. It's way more unique and interesting. But I will say that in the defense of cougar, a cougar is a common animal in this place. So like the absolute worst mascot is a non yeah. it's like something not important. Or or like a Washington wizard. That's just the dumbest because it has no it bearing. doesn't tie to, yeah. You know, it like Washington Capitals or even even Washington Bullets was stupid because, like, I mean, I, other than guns existing in Washington, D.C., yeah. they exist everywhere. So, I don't know. So you prefer the, the what is it, geographic specific? Yeah, that's cool. Like yeah. a Utah Ute. It's pretty yeah. cool. Utah I think Ute. even a, an Aggie is kind of cool because it's like, their school thrives on agricultural degrees, and so to kind of just own that and call themselves Aggies. Yeah, and like it's that. paying homage to the people that got that school started. Yeah, you know, or like the Minutemen, UMass. Yeah, and I like I usually tend to like the like goofier. Yeah, like that's why I mean I don't really love that the fact that it's the Utah Jazz because obviously it should be the New Orleans Jazz. But just the fact that they like named a basketball team jazz right. is pretty hilarious to me. Like I like I like the fact that they chose 
um, like history over like trying to be cool. Yeah. Like I wanted the new New Orleans name to be something goofy, and I that's why I thought Pelicans was actually pretty good because yeah. such like, an odd bird. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a goofy bird, and I like that because it yeah. has it has some history. Of course, they'll make the argument like, no, pelicans are actually intense predators. It's like, that doesn't matter to me or anybody else in the whole world. Like, it's more important that they chose something from New Orleans that means something to New Orleans. I'm on board with that. I I only have one more question, and I know you have several. Mine ties in directly to this. Okay. Um, So do you like when a school in its name teaches ge- geography basically like utah utes or like umass like university as opposed to like where's clemson oh you know yeah. or like where uh, uh clemson is in ohio okay no so, actually i don't know i think it's in ohio or like uh there are a lot of schools that it, that I don't know where they are. And is that okay? Or is it better for the name to have a city or state? You know, I think it's okay because these institutions are private. They don't have, they're not a state university. Yeah. They exist in these places, but like what, what they like Clemson couldn't call themselves wherever they're from, Mm -hmm. but that university probably probably already exists or like Baylor as a state run university, which is, yeah. It's actually nice because then you can kind of tell what are private institutions mm-hmm. versus um, state-run institutions. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe I should just be more diligent in my googling of things. But it's like I never knew where Baylor was until yeah, I was watching an episode of Fixer Upper with Lindsay and saw that Baylor? it's in Waco, Texas. Waco, te- oh, okay, yeah, I think I knew that. Well, obviously, I didn't know that, but I think. Mm-hmm. That rings a bell. It rings a bell, like some like someone had told me that before. Um, yeah, and plus, like, I mean, what what would you propose would be like would change in order to help you identify these places more? Just adding the state to the end. I don't know, like Harvard, like Syracuse Harvard, is a city, you know, but that's a private university, isn't it? Syracuse, I think it is. Um, so it's I like I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of nice because Syracuse is a city, so I know where it is. So if they were, but again, I don't. It's a private institution, so they can call it whatever they want. It also has to do with what you know. I don't know where Syracuse is. Yeah, and since I grew up out there, I guess that's how I learned or something. Right. Syracuse is like North Salt Lake. <laughs> <laughs> and why are they called the Orange Men? Uh, that's a good question. Actually, I like that name because I think it's just because they were orange. And their right? mascot is an orange, but I know that they're not called the orange men because of fruit. Right. Otherwise, they'd be from Florida. Florida orange men would be cool. <laughs> All right. Let's hear your questions. Sorry also, for hogging. should Atlanta change their name to Peaches? Atlanta Peaches. Yeah, they should. Like, no, no like, <laughs> there's not hawks in Atlanta. Yeah. Or, like, no one cares about the hawks in Atlanta. Atlanta Peaches. Now that's that'd that's be cool. something. Um, I know this is a stupid question, but this podcast is called Unimportant yeah. Questions. Is parking an issue at all colleges or just UVU? It's definitely a huge issue at BYU Provo. Okay, 
um, I feel like it just huge must problem be. at BYU Idaho. Um, I think it's yeah, it's always a problem. I would love if this episode could go out to the masses of the country to tell me which universities have no problems with parking. I would bet most like the great. Well, like we were just talking about Baylor. I bet they don't because they're in Waco and there's just tons and tons of land and it's cheap. Okay, so like someplace like Southern Utah University, do you think they have parking issues? I would say they're less likely to have parking issues than like smaller Provo. School and yeah. Like that's kind of one of the main attractions of Cedar City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean like uh something like Provo, it's such a dense city and there are thousands of students that live, you know, five to one tiny apartment. Mm-hmm. But they all have cars. Oh yeah. So it just That's trouble too. There's an inherent problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Being in the West and then like not having space. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not giving up my car. Right. I hadn't thought about it that way. Um so you're saying like maybe back east there's more there's like less pressure to have a car so maybe parking lots aren't seen as important yeah, i mean just culturally you're less likely to take your car to school with you because there's you could walk. more accessible ways to get back home right um like if like i'm from western mass a lot of my friends that went to school in boston they could easily just take you know a train back or mm-hmm. i don't know yeah and that kind of stuff doesn't exist here as much because right. there's more space and also it's a kind of a Western mentality, like, like screw the bus. I'm getting my own car. Yeah. You know, cause there are a lot of ways that you could get around here without a car. That's true. So, yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that would say like UTA could disappear and they'd be totally fine with that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me do, let me do a rapid fire. Yeah. I like that. Okay. What did you study in college? Illustration. I got a bachelor of fine arts in illustration. What did your dad study in college? Social work. He has a master's degree in social work. What did your grandpa study in college? I don't know. Um, did he go? He was a he was a math teacher and a carpenter, and I I assume he was uh, college educated because he taught school. Mm. So, what did your great grandpa study in college? No idea. Do you think he went? Less likely, right? Yeah. Further back you go, higher education was less of a norm. Yeah. What will your children study in college? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> what will your children study in college? Uh, I don't know. But, like, do you kind of assume that they're going to go to college? It's more likely, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you thinking about, like, saving up to help your kids go to college? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's expensive. I think that's something my parents didn't think. Yeah, about. my parents' mentality was like, if you like you should definitely go, but, you know, make it happen. Mm. And then like maybe my parents' parents were like, if you want to go, that'd be amazing. Like yeah. they didn't even have any expectations right. for them. I don't think there were any expectations for uh, me to go necessarily, but like I think that's part of the same thing like yeah like the pressure on was on me to go mm-hmm. or maybe there were expectations, you know, I don't know. It's becoming much more no- normal. Yeah. And well, and to get a good paying job, it's harder now from what I understand. Yeah. To, so. to get, 
into a field without a degree. Right, right. Although, wow, yeah. Um, how about one more question? Yeah. Could unimportant questions become a college? If so, what would that be like? Definitely could become a college. The college <laughs> of unimportant questions. A unimportant college. <laughs> there are, I mean, as far as liberal arts and the way that, like, almost anything can be a career these days. <laughs> I was just talking to a friend who, he went to school for sports journalism and he writes about sports mm -hmm. and he was just saying like i don't report on anything important and sports is an example of something that's kind of a gray area it's really important to some people right but, and there's even stuff in sports that you could say is important sure but probably you have to work your way into that yeah if you want to be like an outside the lines guy i would if we had a university you and i and we were like co-presidents <laughs> It would be fun to create these courses on seemingly unimportant matters and, uh, you know, three months, for three months you have to study, like, the intricacies of texting, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and really dig deep. <laughs> there is some stuff like this out there, actually. Um, I don't think it's called the intricacies of texting. I think it sounds much more important. Yeah. But I think it's essentially you're studying, yeah. you're writing, like, a... 100-page dissertation on the intricacies of texture. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think. I think it would look like a normal college, but we'd, like, refuse. Like, the the whole ethos would be, like, don't, f like, make things sound in intellectual. Mm -hmm. Like, it would all be just as intellectual, but it would sound ridiculous. <laughs> also, though, like, I, I think we kind of intellectualize things that aren't yeah like we make things sound important that are not or that are less likely to <laughs> seem that way yeah actually goes along with another question um does college exclude certain topics from being studied that it ought to include for example movie theater popcorn <laughs> i want to like should there be a degree should there be a group of people at various universities throughout the country, all studying movie theater popcorn. That's what electives should be. Why are electives <laughs> still important? Why can't electives be like, all right, we're, yeah, I have to take these classes, but I'm electing to take a class on, uh, you know, I don't know, carpet. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a, a number of university professors out there that would love to discuss that stuff. Yeah. But like either don't go to their deans mm -hmm. you know they're all allowed to like come up with elective courses and they're not like to like get one out there that's like you know what mm -hmm. i'm gonna build a curriculum of movie theater popcorn i'm gonna go like this is my one chance to teach the class that i want to teach yeah and they're gonna walk into the dean's office and be like here it is um, I don't even know what you'd put that in. Would it be a theater class or would it be like a you, culinary arts class? <laughs> would it be a, a, a film studies class? See, you'd have to create a whole new, it would I have like to be it. a college like of it. going to movies. The college. Maybe that's in our future. 
start start small online courses yeah (laughs) (laughs) we need to um just to finish off we need to uh talk about we need to do an episode on movie theater popcorn yeah because as soon as i wrote that down when i wrote these questions i was like actually i would like i have a lot of things to talk about yeah i'm surprised you don't already know (laughs) i'm a big popcorn fan Oh, popcorn is very important to me. Yeah, yeah, me too. Well, it's next so, time. There you go. It's actually very unimp. It's an unimportant thing that's very important to me. Good. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thanks everybody for listening to Unimportant Questions. Mm-hmm.